Yo, sup, this your boy Derek Jackson. The following content does not include my basic ass t-shirts, my creatine loaded muscles, or my bum ass unsolicited dating advice. Start the show. like that man i just you know why thank you thank you Derek jackson <laughs> this has been this has been nigga peace theater <laughs> started off with it this time man <laughs> this has been nigga peace theater i don't like this rendition <laughs> niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black your black ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery i am your boy oz i am d randall and i um Actually, learned right before this podcast that I um, narrowly missed being the victim of um, a, uh, a child molester. Oh wow! You know that's, uh, how, that's kind how, of a dark way to start it. How does how does one go about that? You know, I will survive. That means I'm now a, a three-time survivor of shit that could have happened to me but did not. Oh boy! As a former altar boy, as a former Boy Scout, and as a guy who used to sit on Santa's lap every year. Uh, here's to me. <laughs> oh wow, the boy, the boy Scouts are fucking up. I read that. They always fucking up, man. Damn. Anytime you have a bunch of white men uh, governing a bunch of boys, uh, things are gonna go awry. Yeah. Look at history. Uh, it, as you can, well, you have not heard her as of yet. She no, thinks you have she, not. she thinks she needs she thinks she needs permission or something to start talking or whatever. I mean, well, that was I was going to no, introduce myself, no. and there was a whole story spun. We have okay. we have a guest in the building, uh, ladies and gentlemen, from Why Was This Ever Cool podcast, ladies and gentlemen, the incomparable Shayla. How you doing? I'm doing good, thank you. <laughs> also, thanks for the liquor. <laughs> it's so far my favorite part. See, there you go. They that's 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 why they come out. It's that's, more of a requirement, though, for the show. Pretty much. Honestly, it's it's necessary because it is freezing in here, and this has warmed me up quite a bit. I have uh, a towel that you can wrap around you. So. I actually will take you up on that offer. Thank you. Oh, that's. I noticed them sitting there, and I was like, no one's offering, so I'm gonna be polite and not ask. Well. Oh, we, aren't you just sweet? Thank you. We, we owe you because uh, you know you're already you're already drinking more than uh, than Danny was last week. <laughs> no, but she was she drank bottomless henny mimosas. Henny mimosas. That's, a, that's a niggas big. will put henny in anything. <laughs> Damn. Oh, what won't we do? Um, we're on, this episode... 55. 55. Well, Dumbo. Damn. How far have we come? I love it. That's a good question. <laughs> we have, How we've, far have we come? We've come. Um, 55 episodes. Have 50, we evolved? Nah, yes and no. Yeah. <laughs> yes and no. Uh, you know, the, the year one, the beginning of year one was wild. We, 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 yeah, we were just... We were drinking mad recklessly. We were not pacing it or nothing at all. <laughs> Mostly because we were at your house. And That's you know, true. That 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 creates a different. I didn't have to drive anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that creates a different. 
me it's a different vibe. Most times after you left, I would just sleep right there on the floor. Boom. I'd be leaving to go get into some other shit, shit. and show up lit. And it was like, what the fuck you been doing? We thought you were working. We thought you were potting. My wife be like, how many bottles y'all got over there? Yeah, you can sleep on the couch because you're going to be snoring. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. Right um. Uh. So, uh, what's been going on with you? How's your week, Shayla? Um, white people must be stopped. That's all I can say because that's who I work with, and I agree with that. So that is my week. You are gonna fit in just fine here. Um, <laughs> so tell the people for those of so for those of them that do not already know of you, tell the people about your podcast. Um, as I said, my podcast is Why Was This Ever Cool? Uh, my co-host Cody and I review movies from the 90s and 80s, you know, our prime years, and uh, try to see if they still hold up today. And to be honest with you, most of them do not. So, yeah. And, and, A lot of them are pretty rapey. So. You, I, this you, is are, true. you are right. This is true. I've done the research. You are, are right. <laughs> now... Funny enough, I was watching. I myself was just watching um, the Five Heartbeats. Actually, this is actually this is one of my favorite movies of all time growing up. Mm-hmm. I have to admit, for me, it holds up a lot. Like there was a, as a matter of fact, there was a lot of shit that I missed as a kid because all the because I got caught up in all the music. But there's like that shit holds up a lot. There was a lot. There was some bars in that movie. Well, I would have to admit that. We recently covered a much better movie called The Temptations miniseries. Oh. <laughs> and it was my co-host's first time seeing it. He was not impressed, but um, <laughs> ain't nobody coming to see him, Otis, so it don't even matter. You have to... Un- well, okay, y'all. For those of you that can't believe you just heard Five Heartbeat Slander, um, <laughs> you have to take Shayla with a grain of salt. She what? thinks... Because she thinks the Backstreet Boys are better than NSYNC. Um... No, I mean, no, their record no. sales say they're better. The fact that all five members can sing and not just two. The fact that none of them could survive alone. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, none of none of the Backstreet survive alone. None of the no, Backstreet Boys can survive oh. alone they because they're all on dope. Because Insync needed JT. At least two of them had a drug addiction. First off, it was just one, and he's clean now. Been clean for like ten years. Hush face. Wasn't wasn't the wasn't the Kirkpatrick? Wrong band. Wrong <laughs> That's band. The wrong, one. <laughs> wrong band. It was Alexander James McLean. He's clean. He's married. He's got a kid. We're good. We're done. Wait, which band is this? We talking Back, about Backstreet, Backstreet Boys. Boys? The better one. Sorry, Chris Kirkpatrick. It's not with them. No, Chris was in sync. I'm sorry. You, you don't know this because he can't sing. So you're just like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where he is. Joey Fatone. Also, also in sync. In sync. Damn. It's Kevin okay. something. Close that's, enough. I like it. That's I like back, it. Yes. That's Backstreet Boys. <laughs> okay. He always looks like somebody's youth minister or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. Uh, Children are going astray to NSYNC. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, I haven't heard an NSYNC, uh, I haven't heard a Backstreet song that fucks with uh, shit. What? Gone. Gr- g- that gone. is NSYNC's best song. Girlfriend. Trash. Mm. Get the fucking girlfriend was nasty. Pharrell killed that Trash. bitch. Bruh. 
Okay, okay, okay. We're, uh, you know what? As this... I said to you via text, since you want to be cute all up on the microphone now, Uh-oh. as I said to I you, I can keep the same text, energy. Wait a minute. Uh-oh. You holler at me when NSYNC have more than two members who can sing and when Justin Timberlake don't sound like a prepubescent Molly Cyrus, okay? Get it out. First of all, my wife who does not listen to this podcast is turning over in her grave right now. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, uh, Justin can clean any member of the Backstreet Boys. He cannot. Up, so tell them to drop an octave. JC, okay, let's let's go there. JC can clean any member JC of the Backstreet Boys. Was always up. the better singer. I'm sorry, he was. But all the more reason he, he can clean any Boys. member of Backstreet. I'm sorry. Up. I'm sorry. Nick Carter, Brian Luttrell, and Alexander Jane McQueen can kill JC. Nick Carter. What? Nick Carter, the one on dope, and his whole family fucked up. We're not gonna talk about Aaron like that. Oh, okay. He ain't ain't a member of the group. We're not gonna talk about him like Uh that. We're gonna let him have his journey. Okay, all right. Uh, Matrix, duck and dodge. Okay. Um, I mean, he wasn't in the group, so. (sighs) Humans ain't shit this week. (laughs) Um, Oz, number one. Why is that? Humans ain't shit because, okay, so we're gonna get into um, discussions about varying fast food joints and. Uh, what not a little later but I wanted to take this time out before we get into all that to um, make a special public service announcement um, a special plea uh, to all my people coming and going it's uh, the school year is upon us so everybody's shopping for you know various uh, sundries for your kids for your classes please Please be kind to your retailers. That is a that is, uh, we 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 talk shit and we joke. Please be kind to your retailers. Order online. Or order the fuck online. Like me. Order online and just pick it up at the store. Or just have it sent to your house. Or sent to your house. That's what we live in this age for. Amazon Prime. Look, man, you have to. I understand that. Manners and customer service is a thing. Nobody believes this more than me, and that tact and manners matter. But you have to take people where they're at. The service industry is essentially people being told that they are less than all day, all day, every day. And some of these people do it for not a living wage. And sure, you can tell them to get a bit, to just don't work there, get a better job. Not everybody has that option. There are some people out there, you have to take into consideration, there are some people out there that are literally too broke to get a job. That's yeah. how fucked up poverty is right now, man. People are too broke to go to work. People are too broke to go to work. People are too broke to... So anybody that has the temerity to get up day after day and use allocate their resources to going to a job to a profession that doesn't respect them where the people that consume their product don't respect them at all don't even get me started on food service y'all treat food service like gum on the bottom of your fucking shoe i'm not saying that everybody in the service industry is perfect there are some people that need to get the fuck up out of there correct um, there are some like there are some people that are just terrible people, and but that's in any facet of life. And I think as adults, we should have uh, the ability of discernment to be able to tell 
who those people are versus the people that are just trying to do their job. For the people that you go off on because they don't have the item you want, because you drove all the way from so and so and they didn't have the item you wanted because of some because of some mistake, um, because you are not the only person that they deal with, because they deal with fifteen thousand people that look like you in any given hour. Karen. <laughs> who the fuck is Karen? With your John Kate plus eight haircut. I don't know who she is, but she wants to speak to your manager. Yes. Somebody that just wants Sarah to speak to with, the manager. Sarah with no H. <laughs> right, exactly. And I you know, Damn, I, Karen I, is my I, sister's name. I wanna and I wanna say it's <laughs> and honestly, I wanna say it's just white people. I wanna say it's just white people, but nope. it's not. Nope. Oh no! Sometimes I think we're worse about it. We have unrealistic expectations of shit. Listen, listen. When you walk into a fucking Target and you want people to have product knowledge of something that they just that uh, their whole interaction with it is putting it on the shelf and or taking it (laughs) off the shelf. I don't know how many decibels these fucking headphones work at. As a as a Target survivor, yes, I can agree with that. You you work here, don't you? You don't know your product. I mean, the fuck they don't let us take them out and play with them. There's something like 130,000 different products in the store, and these motherfuckers come in and they expect you to know the ins and outs of every one of, of them. Of every fucking one of and them. I'm like, hey, check this out. I'm about to read this label with you. <laughs> you want to know what the features are, bitch? Right here. Let's go. And Do you want it or not? And believe me, there are people that I know of that need to get the fuck up out of there. As a matter of fact, I just came from work where my biggest frustration was a human whom I work with who needs to get the fuck up out of there. That occurs outside of the retail community as well. This does occur outside of the community. Absolutely. I know several people who need to get the fuck up out of there. Um, And all I'm saying is... Have a little compassion. Whatever you're going through, somebody is going through. Just imagine whatever you're going through, whatever's happening out in the world, somebody else next to you has to go through that that may or may not be working a livable wage. And it's just stuff, y'all. It's stuff, it's just, bro. It's stuff. Literally, that person's <laughs> job is to help you get this stuff that you want. It's just stuff. When you eat somebody's lunch over them the thing you want not being available and it not being available at a neighboring location or whatever when you belittle them when you write that bullshit you wrote on a fucking Yelp review you are valuing a thing over a human Mm. yeah so I just want people to keep in mind that there are human beings on the other side at counter that have to go home that internalize these things I mean I, I, I've i worked in the service industry a long time so I have a, a slightly thicker skin than some uh, and in some cases maybe a softer skin than some mm-hmm. but um, cause y'all have heard the stories on this show but I just want people to just bear in mind that there's a human being over there who 
could be younger than me who internalizes these things and the way that you're in the way that you're responding to them is the way that they're going to view the world that's somebody's kid since set the the service industry that's that's possibly somebody's first job that's yeah. some kid's first job that's somebody's baby Damn. i was going to drop a bomb there but jessica told me to chill <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to, shout out to Jess from Curly Nerd. Um it, it, she feels like we go a little hard with the bombs. Just me, just me. I'm taking full blame for it. Trust uh, me. Um <laughs> So all I'm saying is bear in mind that you're talking to human beings and that my whole outlook on humans and planet Earth is that we all have to fucking live here. Get them off, bro. Get them okay. off. Uh, you know, we all have to live here, so try to make life a, just a little less aggravating for the person next to you. Um, having said that, uh, song of the week. You're giving political speeches and shit. <laughs> <laughs> what have I become? Oh, motivational head ass. <laughs> okay. Look now. out for your fellow man ass nigga. <laughs> I mean, don't get too comfortable because it's all fuckery from here. <laughs> I, I gotta get, I gotta get some, I gotta get some reasonable shit off every now and then because okay. it's all fuckery from here, baby. Yeah, you gotta fool people into thinking this is a respectable show. <laughs> we gotta keep them five star ratings up. Baby. <laughs> um, song of the week. Uh, let's keep it a little upbeat. Uh, I'm gonna do some chants. Uh, speaking of upstanding niggas, <laughs> you talking about his pants? <laughs> Uh, no, we're gonna do so. We're gonna do some chants. This is off of the New Day album, the recent one, the the New Day album. New Day. This is called Eternal. I like this little ditty, man. Um, so y'all go ahead and grab yourself a cup of something, pour up, uh, get comfortable. We're gonna have a good show. Um, you are experiencing opinions while black. We'll be right back after this joint. Let's go. Two-step in the 019 I always been fine, this is not new wine I just happen to find a way to live my whole life in my prime Side niggas don't look this good Can't cook this good Can't fuck this good Can't get right You send him to the store and forget that he left You send me to the store, I come back with a chef I come back out of breath While your side nigga sitting at the club With a booty on his chin like a cleft I don't ever want two, that's the same as the next I made the three more famous than Steph
stuff No cap, that's a roundhouse kick to a Jameson's neck I got a Jada Pinker, keep it, show my shame is a check Cross-legged in the dojo, my master mentor Side chicks can't take out splinter Side chicks make they Kool-Aid with Splenda Side chicks can't come to Auntie Linda's house They gon' send her off, they gon' send her out To buy more things that they hid in the couch Don't you know that side niggas can't cop no Tesla Pull up in a ring like wrestlers Pop out at the soccer game with the VVS's and a bunch of snacks Model X, Falcon backseat, doing jumping jacks 21-9, I wanted one of a kind 2020, I'ma be ahead of my time 20,000 leagues, the biggest fish in the pond But if you never go fishing, it's something you never find We can be Eternal Eternal Shot is that I blast from me, over blast from me, and throw that ass from me. So my last sleep. <laughs> Slow motion, so I had to see. Before you start, fill my glass, wipe my glasses. I love a passion, ooh. I drink a passion fruit. I'm running through your organs like when I pass the hoop. I wanna pass the ball, I don't pass the ball. I'm COVID, baby. I ate it up. I ain't ate all you looking like a play doh lunch. Saturday was ancient, she never gets old. Almost fell in love, I had my hobby soul. Terminally known, she can feel it in the stones. Now she giving me ultimatums, I told her I hate tomatoes, some chances I gotta take on. I can't see for the life of me, why I be like me when I got white feet. Uh, side chicks can't do flat twists. Better dollar, you can buy me a brisk. Side chicks can't cook no grits. Grits, nigga. We can be Side chicks can't dance like this. Uh. Side niggas can't dance like this. No, 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 no. Side niggas can't step like this. Uh-uh. Side niggas can't step like this. Uh-uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. That was Eternal by Chance the Rapper from the New Day album. Uh, that was a pretty good album. It was a little random. So it was kind of all over the place, but I enjoyed it. I love my wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's, good my answer, good answer. That's my favorite part. <laughs> my favorite part is the people making fun of the album. Well, that too. I'm joking. Okay. Um... Speaking of, uh, well, we'll get into the new, new music in a minute, but, so, Randall off-air was asking, does Coming to America hold up? I mean, you were talking about, you know, how a lot of, how not all movies from the 80s and 90s hold up. Does Coming to America hold up for you? 100%. Thank you. I mean, I feel like... Any movie I can quote word for word the entire word script for it still holds word. up. Every <laughs> word. It, it, it's still what I consider like a perfect comedy movie. I, I actually judge, I still judge comedy movies that are made today by Coming to America. 
and Com- how how tight it was. That was some strong comedy. Um, uh, and, and Eddie Murphy just his timing for things in and out of that setting, even in stand up, his his his. I could talk all day about Eddie Murphy and how he's just like for me the Optimus Prime of comedy, mm-hmm. but his 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 passion for comic timing and like some of just his mannerisms he, yeah. he 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 got that shit off completely in coming to america that was amazing you know the the 80s was probably my favorite era of movies fully realizing that a lot of the shit that they did back then is probably considered problematic now oh, absolutely 100 <laughs> absolutely all of the movies we watched from the 80s we're like oh they just fat shamed everyone okay yeah. did they just call him a retard okay that's cute uh, yeah. like, well, but you know what else everything's not supposed to quote unquote age well it doesn't it's not supposed <laughs> to age well and I I read a I read an article uh, from a guy from I think it was maybe it was I don't know if it was Vulture or RogerEbert.com uh, Craig Lindsay would probably correct me on this uh, he's, he's, com- he's coming on the show soon <laughs> Uh, this is by far the the most the most dick suckiest episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Craig Lindsay would correct me on this, but uh, someone wrote a, a article about uh, the center of it was from Russia with Love, mm-hmm. and how they were, how there was this uh, film professor who had his who had his students. This is recently watched from Russia with Love, and. Uh, it was it was playing at some theater and they had to come back to the class and talk about it. And all the comments were very, like, Twittery. It was all very, oh, what was Sean Connery doing in those shorts? And, oh, this was so dorky. And, oh, this was problematic and this kind of thing. And it's so unsophisticated. And the film professor said... James Bond is not unsophisticated. You are. <laughs> Why did he say this? Because we live in an era now where people cannot immerse themselves in that world. In Because in, when somebody's telling you a story, whether it be a movie, whether it be a comic book, people are so, I call them smarter than the writer's Twitter, um, are so obsessed with proving how how much smarter they are than the person that created the thing. I call it you do it Twitter. Exactly. <laughs> they can't immerse themselves in the thing. Yeah. Without picking it apart. Just immerse yourself in this thing and just walk with this storyteller. I'm saying this as a writer myself. People can't do that anymore and it's it's I think that is unsophisticated. Um having said all that, which decade was better for movies, 80s or 90s? See, it's all based Ooh. of our, you know, views. So mm-hmm. most of the movies that I recall are from the 90s. And Such as? Okay, so one of the top ones is a Goofy movie. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> a Goofy movie? A Goofy movie. No, classic. I would Thank say you. nobody... Should have went triple. Thank you. Nobody's going to hate on you for power Should have went triple. You know Thank you. One of the greatest Disney songs ever, but whatever. I too hot. Anyway, so... Shout out to Tevin Campbell. That movie, had, that movie actually had heart know? to it. Did you know that that was almost Bobby Brown, but then he started getting into trouble with all his drugs, and they were like, we need someone more wholesome. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that was about I'm, right. That I'm was about happy. Good time. I'm happy with Tevin. Um, 
So you so you say the nineties? Well, just because that's what you remember. See, for me now, as an adult, like it's like we were always like we used to love this movie. Let's watch it. And then like as an adult now, for me, the conversation is very different. The movies I don't love is because all the children are bad to me. Because I'm always like, oh, did he just sass his mama? Yes. I would have been snatched up for that. Like when I was a kid, that was cool. But now I'm like, mm-mm, somebody come get that little boy. I I have to say, I think for me, maybe the eighties. Maybe I don't know about better. I don't know about better. Again, as an '80s baby, I, I have to go from what I remember. Yeah. Um, it's neck and neck almost because I feel like the thing that they had that the '80s and '90s have in common that we have in common less going forward, uh, even into now, is that they both take a lot of chances. They they took a lot of chances. They just jumped out there. You don't. You don't. You don't make RoboCop in a focus group. <laughs> you don't make Starship Troopers in a focus group. Should not have been made at all. <laughs> you, you, but and and again, there was some cheesy, fucked up, crazy shit that happens in Starship Troopers. But it took a lot of chances, and you have to jump out there and make crazy, bad shit. And you don't, and we don't get to do that anymore. And, and creators don't get to do that anymore because suits are pouring millions of dollars into these things, so they have to win. That's how you get Hobbs and Shaw. Especially when you have studios saying things like, "Oh, we don't want original content. We're just going to take a time-tested, you know, story and redo that." Mm-hmm. That's how you get. That's how you get Bumblebee Part Six or what the fuck ever they're doing now. And you know you get shit like you get shit that takes chances. Starring Suge Knight, ah, <laughs> it can happen. Now you get shit that takes chances, like The Rocketeer. I love The Rocketeer. It was a really good period piece. Um, or for me, I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, the Rocketeer. You, you never know? saw The Rocketeer? No. Okay. Yeah. I got it on DVD. I'll let you borrow. It's cool. That's that's cool. You don't have to do that. Okay. You really you'll probably end, I mean it's 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 nineties, you'll probably end up doing it on the show. <laughs> no, we won't. Okay. Okay. Um but yeah, you get to take a lot of chances. So I I for me, the eighties, because the I think one of the movies that took the biggest chance for me was Predator. In the eighties? Yeah, that was supposed to be a terrible movie. That was supposed to be a just across the board. Muscle bound, meathead ass, terrible movie. What's crazy about Predator is I feel like it was one of those movies. I remember watching it at the time, and you know, because I'm a dude, sure, playing with GI Joes and shit back then. I was like, okay, it's a bunch of swole dudes with guns, but I don't think it really took off until like the merchandising aspect of that movie took over. I can see that. Again, I'm I'm young at the time. That's just oh, yeah, that's yeah. just what I saw. Um, I did want to ask you about a couple of '90s movies. So the '90s brought us. You know, that's when that's when we started getting like the hood movies. Ah, I've know? been I've been introducing him to some. But okay, go on. so Boys in the Hood. We have not covered that. I I gotta wean him in. You know, like what, wean him on it. What hood movies have you introduced him to so far? <laughs> well, first off, just wait. Just for context, Shayla's Shayla's co-host is white. Oh, so, I didn't okay. that. So he wasn't. So he's not. He wasn't culturally obligated to have seen a lot of these movies. <laughs> correct. That's correct. Um, the most recent movie, the most recent black movie I made him do was uh, Set It Off. And he has been a really big Queen Latifah fan. Okay. And so okay. I was like, we're going to see. 
How did he feel about Cleo? He actually liked the movie. We got to say, he's like, no. Cleo had she she went out like the most. She had the most G outgoing of anybody. That's that's how I told him. That's how I look every time I'm about to get my hair done. Like. Keep it real. That's what I'm talking about. Fuzzy straight backs. Let's go. Um, okay, we will. We'll be. Ba- we'll be back and ask ask Shayla about a couple more movies uh, as the show goes no, on. What we need to do is we need to go on her show, and we need to review like Boys in the Hood and Minister Society. And higher learning. With you her. Gonna, we, I can't yes, which one. Let's of those do higher learning. One he did watch, but we didn't cover it. Yet. Oh, we gotta watch Higher Learning. I'm gotcha. ready. I'm ready. That was my shit. Y'all gonna scare the baby. <laughs> Higher learning isn't even the scariest of them. No, you. <laughs> Goodness. Y'all talk about me like I'm some... I don't know. You like... Some, some dude who's always talking about slapping the shit out of people. Well, that's true, too. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I'll take it. Um, So, a uh, lot of new music came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of good new music came out. Uh, Jadena dropped a new one. Did yeah. you listen to the Jadena? I did. I did, actually. I like that he's leaning... Like, he's really leaning forward into this cultural... Into into this thing where he's, he's definitely trying to blend his own cultural roots... Yeah. With what we already like from him coming into the game. And it's smart, it's smart to do because Afrobeat is kind of... It's kind of a, a somewhat of a wave right now. And Fela has definitely made a renaissance. I don't really listen to him very much, but I like looking at him, so I believe that, that counts. <sighs> it counts. Okay. Jadena, y'all, not Fela. I mean, hey, you know, <laughs> we look at, you know, we, yeah. look at, we look at people, too. So That's fair. Uh, you know. That's fair. Um, But a uh, very good album. Emery uh, had a career. Amory did have a career. I that's, mean, one thing was my shit, but her, whatever. Her legs were another thing. Yes. Oh, yeah, the woman did have a gorgeous leg. I mean, yeah. they weren't Tina Turner legs, but true. they were gorgeous. But <laughs> the, ga- the game did pass Amory by. Um, let's see, little brother, Beyonce the return. <laughs> the return of little brother. Mm. Very exciting stuff. Well, little brother minus ninth wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was very suspicious of this project not having Ninth Wonder because he is little brother. Like he's that's not having Ninth Wonder is like tribe trying to continue being tribe without any member of tribe, right? Without fight for anybody. Yeah, it's um, you know they they've had a they've had an interesting history as a group, but also. Ninth one that was busy working on the new Rhapsody album, which is, I'm sure we'll take it. Yeah. Rhapsody, who also had a good album. Yep. Um, so that is definitely a, a foot for a foot forward. Conceptually, hers was very good because hers was kind of a study in feminism. You know, Agreed. all, of, all yeah. of her song titles were named after prominent black women, and featured the return of Queen Latifah, who may have had the best verse on the album. I. I can't be mad at all. She did. She smoked that shit. Dana Ono's got bars. Got bars. Still got bars. Um, also, Queen Latifah still looks great. Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. Doesn't she? Queen Latifah still looks amazing. Yep. Uh, let's see. That's another one. Minding her own business. Yep. Drinking water. Minding your own fucking business. <laughs> I ain't mad at it. 
Um, yes, love. <laughs> um, we had a uh, uh, Snow Allegra's album. Yeah, which I haven't heard yet, but I'm I'm a big fan of like a lot of her catalog. I really enjoyed this album. I like that she is putting herself kind of kind of in the same lane as this kind of re- is this kind of upsurgence of like ratchet almost kind of honest R&B from women that we're getting Summer Walker Summer Walker Ari Lennox, <laughs> Lennox uh, SZA definitely Lizzo She's a rapper She, she counts She counts she, she wants her seat at the table She she definitely wants to see at the table um I I like that I like that that brand of music is getting honest for women because niggas have been able to be honest about their shit and be lauded for it forever. And, you know, you get shit like Drake being honest about cheating or, you know... Um, light-skinned. Or light-skinned. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you know, uh, more something for your head top. Uh, but... I'd like that the women are getting their chance to be honest. I mean, what's more honest than girls need love? What is that? I mean, her <laughs> her lyrics say, "I just need some dick. I just need some love." You know, tired of fucking with these lame niggas. <laughs> I just need a thug. This is very relatable. You can be my plug. And then later on in the remix, Drake comes in. <laughs> <laughs> Six, 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 six. Sir, she was not speaking of you, sir. <laughs> he really did try to center himself he in that in shit, didn't he? Lavender chamomile ass vocals. <laughs> Boy, he came in sounding like herbal tea. <laughs> Sit your ass down. Oh, uh, but uh, you know Ari Lennox. Uh, and then if you follow Ari Lennox on social media, she's is, she is fucking hilarious. Like she is mad real. Yeah. Um. And she always has me cracking up, but I like I like that this 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 level of music from women is getting to be so honest. I like um, Snow Allegra shit. She has a she has a song called Situationship. Mm. You know that's you know that's real. That's a thing for people. That's a thing. Um, so I I like that, and I like that we're gonna we're definitely gonna start having more conversations about her, um, just culturally speaking. Um, she's definitely going to be in a, a part of the conversation. I like that some of these people that have been out with other people like Ari Lennox and, and people like that are are getting their shine later in the year. Because uh, Normani is also getting Yo. getting her shine. Uh, Houston stand-up. All hail. You've seen the video, right? Yes. Okay. I showed you the video. The video. You did show me the video. You the saw video it? confused me, but I was like, okay. It did not confuse me. I was well, not I was confused ready. about a single thing. Because, like, all the comments and, like, the title, I was like, oh, we finna be, like, nostalgic. Like, oh, no. And I was like, I saw two people. Like, were all these other 90s icons I was supposed to see in this video? Oh, like, there were people in the video? No. <laughs> no. No, she was paying homage to, like, certain, like, looks and styles and videos from the 90s and, and early 2000s True. or whatever. I and I was like, out. I saw two, and I was like, but other than that, the girl is bad. I love her. I blanked and out on that. And she has an amazing voice, so I'm like... Wonderful voice. I've been singing her praises since since that, that joint with Black, uh, with this Waves, which I love. And uh, I'm, I love that Houston is get, is on the map. Houston's getting some fucking shine out here. Shout out to her. Shout out to Lizzo. 
Shout, shout out to the sport of basketball. Right? Passed the basketball off her ass. Shout out to Megan. Yeah. Megan always got somebody on the boat. Every time you look at social media, Megan got somebody on the fucking boat. I like Jordan that. Woods was on the boat. Hey. <laughs> Randomly. Where were you? <laughs> <laughs> and now she's going to school. Mm. She'll be back on the boat in December, y'all. <laughs> um, <clears throat> um, so, uh, and uh, one quick album of note I wanted to also mention. Mac Ayers. I didn't get a chance to listen to it. Uh, I listened to the one song you sent me. It's pretty nice. Very nice. Very nice. I like and I, I like that the smooth that the smooth touch R and B for men is coming back. Is he white? Mm, yes. White, white boy's coming for our spot. Too. Yes. Yes, he's white. White boy's coming for our spot. Uh, white boy's been coming for the spot. It's just they, I, it's just we have to hope he doesn't do anything problematic. Robin like Thick almost messed it up for you. Robin, Th- man, look, <laughs> Robin Thick almost got white boys the fuck out of there. Robin Thick, it's one thing, it's one thing to fuck over some some of the Marvin Gaye catalog, but he fucked over Paula Patton. Mm. Robin Thick was like Paula. They said I can't go back. I can't go back. Fucked over Paula Patton. Not only that, not only did he fuck over Paula Patton, he married a chick. That looks uh, just like that him. looks like Paula Patton with none of the blackness. How dare you mess over the star of jumping the broom? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well. And one other new music artist to note. We talked about this earlier. Yes, do it. Um, Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott yeah. dropped a dropped some new shit. I'm gonna go ahead and give a. She snuck that one out there. That is uh, that is wonderful branding on her part. The video itself um, that she released was very Missy was like you said very on brand. Mm-hmm. Very on brand. Yes. I was like I know she's not double dutching with them braids. I let's, love you, Missy. Oh. Let's go. I wish we got we could have gotten more from her. It was an EP. And I was like ah, I want more. I feel like I, I feel like there's more coming. Yeah. I feel like this is her her next her new season. I need her to kill the game. I'm just like Missy. Yes. That's why I feel like it's coming. I need her to shut. Uh, I'm not going. This is it. too restrained. Shut well, every, shut everyone up. Well, you know she's gonna have and that you know she's gonna have. Um, she's getting her Vanguard Award. We talked about that last mm-hmm. last week. She's getting her Vanguard Award. So this is excellent timing for the brand. Uh, the joint with Lizzo is doing well. Uh, shout to Lizzo. Um, and I I think this is an amazing time. This is a great time for people to be reminded of who Missy Elliott is. There are people, mm-hmm. there are young people that have no idea who this person is. True, I call them heathens. And like I, some of those young people are like <laughs> in their thirties, which is crazy, right? And so I, I yeah, I think this is a great time to remind people what a landmark Missy Elliott is and how timeless her style and her look is next to some of these people who are out here now who she basically paved the way for. Mm-hmm. Correct. All of them. Uh, yeah, all of them. A lot of them. All of them. Um, you know, her... Like, between her and Hype Williams, they are responsible for a lot of styles out here. Nicki Minaj pretty much owns everything. <laughs> owes everything to, to... To Missy Elliott. To Missy, yeah. And Hype Williams. Yes. Um... But uh, so yeah, there's that. So there was there's some good content out there. Also, I should mention I did watch the third episode of Black Lady Sketch Show. Man, y'all, it's getting funny. It's getting it, it's funny. 
Like, it's it's as hit or miss as any other sketch show. Um, the 227 shit was hilarious. Yes. Um, Robin did a spot on Jack A. Harry. <laughs> yeah. That shit, she crushed that shit. The 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 surprise, what was it? The the surprise YouTube proposal. That sketch, I see what y'all are talking about about how the sketches run a little long, but that shit was funny. <laughs> oh god. She uh, have you seen the viral the, mm-hmm. the the viral proposal where he had a whole flash mob come mm-hmm. out? And proposed and, and proposed to old chick. That was hilarious. Um, those women are funny. Quinta is funny. I love Quinta. Ashley, the the thick Ashley is funny. Um, she's not getting enough credit for that invisible woman shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're funny now. I have a crush on Gabrielle Dennis. Uh, yes, we know. Uh, yeah, as you should. Gabrielle Dennis is hot. Um, but. That is a funny. That is a funny cast. Um, I love the opening. I'm a sucker for the opening. Puppets make anything funny. <laughs> that shit is. That shit was funny. Puppets make anything funny. I fuck with puppets. Um, so yeah, it's 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 getting there, y'all. Y'all just you know, it, we we want everything to be because we, we're so in demand for premium black content we want everything to be instantly on point and that's just not how comedy works honestly uh comedy is a lot of workshopping comedy is a lot of workshopping and response and going back and workshopping some more it's arguably the most arguably the most difficult genre to to create agreed agreed you know so I, I, i got to participate in shooting a pilot this summer and in writing it had to go through 14 rewrites in order, in order to get to the point where everyone was like, "All right, let's move forward with it," comedy is, is difficult. So, you know, respect craft, respect, you know, the fact that they have that that position in that lane, and HBO has enough faith in them to allow them to produce something on, on the high level. Um, by and for black women. Oh yes. Respect the and most of all, respect the fact that white sketch comedy has been allowed to come and go and fail. For years, SNL has been unfunny for decades. Um, Rob Deerdeck has been able has been allowed to do ridiculousness, <laughs> which is him reacting to videos and reacting badly. That's the thing. He's not. He doesn't re- have a facial expression. Do you, he says the corniest shit whenever they have to go to commercial. It's all like. Oh, don't put your penny in the light socket. We'll be back with more ridiculousness. <laughs> he's like 5'3", <five>, too. <laughs> like, he, he's like comically short. Like, and, and then... I'm he, short, And you know, I was actually, and I was actually talking about this um, on, uh, on Facebook. The easiest job in the world, the easiest job for a black man on planet Earth is to be the black man on ridiculousness. <laughs> this is the easiest, simplest. You don't even have to be funny. You just have to, to look mildly entertained by unfunny ass Rob Deerdeck. I want to be. I want to. I want his job though. <laughs> right. I haven't seen ridiculousness in forever since my ex who loved that show for some fucking reason. It hasn't changed. It's not been in my life. Um, you ain't missing shit. It's 
that it's the same. Is that girl still on there? Chanel, yes. it's the same. Her laugh oh, is still West the same. Coast, yeah, Chanel West Coast. It's right. the same. Said you ain't missed a damn thing. Is she still trying to be a rapper? Yes, she has a song with Safari. She was. <laughs> it's like when people give up. When people actually like on the verge of giving up, they just fuck with Safari. Like, is that how this shit works? Exactly. Why are some people allowed to exist? I just Chanel or Safari. Both. <laughs> Both. Like, mediocrity is celebrated. <laughs> it's like, bitch, the rainforest is on fire. Uh, we can't have as many of us as we have. I'm going to need you to go. So like, if 20% of the oxygen is leaving Earth, can we lose 20%? Oh, we got to some people. Mediocre niggas out some here. people got to go. Just the mediocre ones. I mean, you know. Um, but yeah, but yeah, she's still on there. As a matter of fact, I'm not gonna lie to you. I did see a funny episode. <laughs> that's that's Chanel's laugh. Um, as a matter of fact, I saw a funny episode this morning. Eric Andre was on that shit. Oh, then it wasn't funny. I didn't know what Eric. <laughs> Look. Eric Andre killed that look, shit. He was the. <laughs> look, he was. Here's the thing I love about Eric Andre. You either love him or you just just hate, hate him. his guts. I feel like because I'm of the that. Ladder. He is. He is. A that nigga. That nigga he, was eaten on that. He's a comedic genius. I've I've seen some stuff of his that I'm like, okay, that was funny. Most of the stuff I'm like. He no. said some rude ass shit, and for a limited time. He bagged Rosario Dawson. Oh, man. Give okay, him the award. She's like my friend's it girl. And I don't understand. She's the weirdest looking he's, human he's being my, I've ever seen she's, in my, she's my it girl, too. Relax. Just, she's weird okay, looking. Shut Relax. She's still weird looking. Relax. Okay, shut up. Relax. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> okay, shut up. Wait a minute. There are no rules on this show. However. <laughs> Wait a goddamn all minute! All I know is, ever since, ever since Marvel started pulling all their shit from, um, from Netflix, she's out of a job. She was on every fucking Netflix episode, a Marvel it, episode. Rosario, I was like, no. yes, I was like, get it, bitch, get it. Rosario gonna land on her feet, she's man. Supporting Cory Booker. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even finish that sentence. I couldn't even finish that sentence. <laughs> oh man, the squarest black man in America. The squarest nigga of all time, real life. See, Carlton that's why Banks. you all up in the Kool Aid and don't even know the flavor. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he said that. He did. Cory Booker that. said that. Yes, he, he did. He said that. Yes, he did. In front of white people, <laughs> they were like strawberry. Yeah, they were like, oh, what? Someone has Kool Aid here? <laughs> like Cory, Cory, no, no, no. Don't he do got, it. You don't have to do it. He got yeah. to stop that shit. It just goes to show we got that to stop that nigga. That, that's <laughs> that's too much. I love Rosario. She has terrible taste in men. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Okay, that's fair. Um. Oh boy, what else is going on? Oh, this is of note. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Everybody, I need everybody to hold hands and send and send out your strongest prayers. Um and hopes and dreams. I need everybody to raise their hands and make a giant Dragon Ball Z spirit bomb so or something. We need, we need to make a us tethered circle around the world. Yeah. Reels talk for Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who is going through another round of chemo. Um, we need to keep this. This woman got to keep moving. I don't. You know. I look. I don't know what her mind state is. I know there are some people that where everybody goes, oh, they're in pain. We need to keep them. Oh, they, they, they need to just take them out of their... Mi-. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. RBG got to stay in this bitch. 
Fuck that. At fuck least till 2020. Please let me make it to 2020. Yes. At least, no, I'm, I'm a. I'm, 2021. Let's, yeah, let's exactly. go ahead and overlap yeah, it a little gonna bit. I'm going to say yes, 2021. Yes, yes. Let's overlap it a little bit. Because we don't want to get too happy and then and then it'll be some bullshit. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to her to at least last till 2021. We need to get her to phase four of Marvel. You know <laughs> right. Have you noticed <laughs> niggas going to start going to the doctor and getting themselves checked now that they know Black Panther coming in 2022? <laughs> <laughs> I am ready for Winston Duke. Oh, here we go. Okay. Um, I can't hate. You were looking hate. at his thigh meeting us, weren't you? <laughs> um, I don't do scary movies, so no, I did not watch it. Okay. Okay. Okay, that's But fair. I was dreaming about that thigh meat. <laughs> Y'all, he stood up. I was like, oh, who is you? Okay, good I can't even be mad because, you know, Danny came in here and said Thor could raw her. <laughs> I'm sorry, hey. but Fat Thor was a, a snack. I was like, oh. Hey. Okay. I like no. somebody I can identify with. You know, that's true. That's I, true. I was like, you know, that's true. They out here representing for the thick snacks. I love man. that when he got his power back, he didn't turn skinny. It was just like, oh, right. we, rocking, we rocking with this. I was like, I love Damn it. Damn right. And I also love that in every single Thor, for no fucking reason at all, in every Avengers, they found a reason to have Chris Hemsworth without his shirt on. Every, him, and in this one, they were like, oh, we still gonna do it. He just gonna be just, back. Right. Like, yeah. Keep the same energy. Keep the same energy. Um, he didn't skip arm day though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Have we so um so I guess we all know about the chicken sandwich wars. Are we doing that? <laughs> we 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 got we're doing that. Um for those of you that don't know, the the five of you that don't know, um Popeyes who had, who's had this sandwich for a while now. They've had it before. It, limited, also. it was limited, wasn't it? it was they had limited. it be- no. The first time they released it years ago, it was not limited. They put that shit out like, hey guys, we have a sandwich now. And guess what? It tastes like ass. Oh boy. Oh, the uh, Randall has taken a open, a hard stance on the chicken sandwich wars. Here's the thing about Popeyes Randall is our our resident foodie. Yes. Uh, Well, next to Chef, but of course, but. Chef, like, does real food. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Sunnyside, and on one at one intersection in Sunnyside, you have Popeyes, KFC, Timmy Chan's, and Louisiana Fried Chicken. Louisiana. That that tells you about Damn. my experience. <laughs> it's a food desert, though. <laughs> and there's also a McDonald's and a Little Caesars, and you know, sure, right, right, right. and no produce. And no produce store. to speak of. As an active athlete, you can get some Jordans. But <laughs> the point is, Popeyes has been a staple in the community for many years. There's a church that's half a block away as well. And it's everything over I, there. You know, I I have a favorable opinion of the taste of Popeyes chicken. I think it's decent. I think it's good. Yeah. And fully fully recognizing that it's fast food fried chicken. Sure. Sure. Nothing on Frenchies. It has nothing on Frenchies, by the way. Let's just put that out there. Oh, the wings are a little bigger. I'm talking about taste. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've had issues with Frenchies in the last several years because after the owner died, prices went up. Quality went down, blah, blah, blah. But historically, I've had a favorable opinion of Popeye's, the the actual chicken itself. Their service, on the other hand, is abysmal. 
Oh boy. It is the worst service of any fast food establishment that I have ever been to. Consistently the worst. And for that matter, years ago, I told my wife, I will never go to Popeye's again. If you bring it home, I will eat it. I will never go there myself. Every time you go, they're out of spicy. Every time you go, they're out of spicy. Who the fuck eats mild chicken in the black community? Don't be spicy. Also, I don't have a favorable opinion of either Chick-fil-A. Wait, we haven't gotten there yet. We haven't gotten there. We haven't gotten there. Let's get there. We haven't gotten there yet. Let's get there. So, my thing is, I can take Popeye's or leave it. I do remember when they released that sandwich years ago, and I tried it. And I, I actually, it was so bad that I laughed. I was like, wow. Y'all actually, like, took something that y'all do well and fucked it up. You literally just had to put the chicken that you make between two slices of bread. They had some whack mayonnaise, and, like, they put some fucking shredded iceberg lettuce on that shit or something. It was not good. Wow. And I have it, not had it, I, but I just want to put it out there. You will never have it, and it, and it disappeared. <laughs> but it came back. So, do we expect this to be a thing like, like McDonald's does with the McRib? They just put it out every now and then, and then... Here's what I asked my friends. When people, when people, when it first came out and people were flipping over... Because that's now, it's like sold out everywhere in Houston. They were flipping over themselves about this shit, and I was like, so y'all really, y'all really are going to endure this poor service from Popeye's to try this new shit. Remember when KFC released the, the fucking, whatever that heart attack sandwich was, the double-double? <laughs> where it was the like, shit that was a, it was like a burger between two fried chickens? It, was, some a, it was some chicken, it was, it was chicken buns, <laughs> and then a chicken filet. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. It was chicken so on top of chicken, chicken okay. on top of chicken. It was cancer. You were supposed to eat three pieces of chicken. It was the double down. That's what it was. <laughs> yes. It was the double down. Yes. And That's... remember, people lost their shit about that for three weeks. <laughs> that shit was crazy. That's how long it took to digest. You know. <laughs> so, my my prediction is. This 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 Popeye sandwich is going to is going to burn out almost as quickly as it came, especially now that because my homeboy was like, man, you need to go try this shit, man. This is so good. Dog. I said, man, you know they gonna run out. They go they gonna run out of sandwiches like man, every fast. day at this point because Popeyes never has what they're supposed to have in stock. <laughs> can I can I tell y'all real quick about? I've so I've I've had it. I'm going to tell you about my experience going to Popeye's to try the sandwich for scientific purposes. <laughs> I went to the Popeye's. I didn't go to the one on Reed and Cullen. Okay. I didn't go to the one Good on for you. I went to the one in Pearland on 518. Oh, damn. Because I knew, at the very least, they would have something in stock. And I would actually make it through the line. I, I went in the drive-thru. So I got there and they were like, Hi, would you like to order one of our delicious spicy chicken sandwiches? I was like, oh. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Why, yes, I would. Let's go for it. Yes, I would like one of those. My wife was in the car. She was like, I don't want that shit. But get me a two-piece with a mashed potato. Two-piece with a mashed potato was seven twenty-nine. First of all, fuck y'all for that. But wait, wait, let me let me just ask, because people seem to be respond, uh, responding more to married life with D. Randall. Is your wife one of those people where, like, 
She'll say I don't want none of that shit, but then y'all get home. She's like, let me taste what you got. She don't. See now that's triggering. <laughs> that's triggering. That okay. Setting you up a failure. So yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it real, y'all. I'm keeping it real. This is my Barry corner now, fellas. When you get married, this is what your wife will do. <laughs> y'all will go to a place to eat, okay? You will probably, if you're me, you will probably, if it's a place y'all haven't been before, you will send her the menu ahead of time and say, hey, this is what they got. Just to give you an idea. Me, I'll look at the menu, and before we even get there, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm getting this. Right. right I know right. I know what I like. I know what my range is. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to get that. I'm good. When we get to the restaurant, my wife will go through the entire menu, line for line, front to back, like a tax return. She'll ask me what I'm getting, and I'll immediately say, I'm getting this. Oh, I was thinking about getting that, too. Go ahead and get it. I'll get something else. No, you go ahead and get it. I think I want this. You sure you want that? Because, no, I want this. It looks good. Okay. Food comes out. Mmm. Uh. Really like this. Can I have yours? <laughs> I don't understand what you didn't get from. We just both ordered both of these. Like these are both ours. I understand that. No, as a married man, I understand that completely. I'm just telling for the sake of the audience. I'm like, y'all need to be prepared for this. This is every day for me. I need y'all to know. Even if you're not married, you take me out, and we both ordered this. Okay. <laughs> and if she I got like both it, plates. I'm taking yours. Yes, it is, and you just gotta, you just gotta take it. So when we went to Popeyes, I, I even said, "Do you want anything?" She was like, "No, nah, I don't want anything from Popeyes." But of course, when it was time to order, she was like, "Oh, but actually, yeah, <laughs> 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 I want this two piece with mashed potato. Shit was seven twenty nine. Pop quiz. How much of that did she actually eat? Forty percent. She, she ate the skin. I'm gonna cut to the chase. She ate the skin and threw the rest away. What? But before we got to that point, so I ordered my delicious quote unquote <laughs> chicken sandwich. This was another episode of Married Life with Dean. Yeah. <laughs> got to the window. Ladies were very friendly, which was kind of disconcerting for Popeyes employees because they're never that friendly. <laughs> they gave me the total. I gave them my card. They handed me my drink, so your food will be right with you. Again, disconcerting. Because with Popeyes, I'm used to either there's going to be another 10 minutes on spicy, or could you please pull up? Neither of those things happened. I was like, oh. Oh. And a lady came to the window. A different lady came to the window, and she just, she looked a little dejected. She was like, sir, I don't know how to tell you this. Oh shit! I was like, "Damn, I just paid." Oh shit! What, 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 you, what you gonna tell me? <clears throat> uh, where are the bread for the sandwich? I said, <laughs> "Better yeah, stick bread? that between four of those dry ass biscuits and call it a day." Wait, I thought about that. I was like, <laughs> "Wait, wait, you, you got a bread? Did y'all buy it like enough buns to match the number of patties that you had?" No, I, that's never a thing. I, 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 and I was you, confused for a second. I haven't think, you heard the thing about hot dogs and hot dog buns? I, I get it. I no. get it. You get 10 hot dogs, you get 8 hot dog buns. 
but you I was, have to compensate. No. I was just like, okay. Um, I was still in a good mood at this point because my point was being proven when I told people y'all are gonna get shitty service from Popeyes. So I was like, she was like, do you want anything else? I said, I want nothing else. I want this sandwich. <laughs> I said, do you still have the other ingredients for the sandwich? And she was like, yeah, we do. I said, do this. Give me all the ingredients for the sandwich separately. What? And when I go home, I'm going to put them on my own. Because I got buns at home. <laughs> Where? I'm, I'm You're this. laughing, but this is what I would do. And my wife was looking at me like, because my wife is like customer service. And I was like, hold, just hold up, hold up, hold up. I said, I'm paying. I got this. I said, this is for scientific purposes. <laughs> I said, just give me, I said, give me all the individual ingredients carefully wrapped and I'll go home and I'll construct the sandwich myself. My wife was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I said, because I want to break this shit down to a molecular level. I'm okay with this. Thank you. High five from across the table. Damn. I love it. I think this is amazing. I'm just saying. So I took that shit home. I did the unboxing. I observed. I was like, wow. Chicken. Pickles. Spicy mayo. Tasted each one individually just to see what they what they what they like on their own. No taste. No taste. No taste. It's like, oh. How you gonna have spicy mayo that's only like spicy colored? It it didn't it didn't <laughs> taste spicy. And the bread and butter pickles tasted like cucumber. So you don't feel like this was all chemically engineered but to where put to it put together? it all together? So then so I I took the rest of it. Because I only took small pieces of each. Um, put them between some King's Hawaiian bread, which is upgrade, okay. crack, okay. which is which I know is better. It's crack than yes. what they were offering. So I was like, Shh. put it all together, put that little spicy colored mayonnaise on it, bit into it, gave the rest of my dogs. That oh, shit wow. had no taste. Wow, it was not good. That shit was not popping. And y'all are full of shit for believing this. <laughs> Disclaimer, he did go to the Popeyes in Pearland. But <laughs> Wait, they, they just don't season anything out no. there. But here but here's they the know, thing. They know their base. Here's the thing. <laughs> but here's the thing. The spicy of that spicy chicken is consistent with the spicy that I always get from Popeyes. Spicy ain't spicy at Popeyes. Right. So it was consistent. That shit just did not taste good at all. Y'all need to shut the fuck up with this shit have, about this sandwich. I have Sorry. one more thing to say that has nothing to do with this chicken okay. at all. Go ahead. I just want to say that this weekend I went to two different grocery stores, and one being H-E-B. Neither of them had King's Wine like rolls. And I was like, what? what? The fuck? I was like, why will you not have them? Like, everyone should have what? them. What? That's... Yeah. It was gross. That's that's. They no didn't good. even have like the savory ones that no one wants. They didn't have <laughs> anything. I was like, I don't want your store brand. I want the shit that works. Give wow. me the shit that works. Let me and, le and let me just comment real quick. Well, uh, two things on this chicken sandwich war, and we can get off of it. One, it's not over <laughs> till Chick Fil A wins. One, Quavo. For those of you who didn't know this, Quavo of the Migos. <laughs> This nigga, now that everywhere, you, now that every other place is sold out, especially in Houston, um, 
Quavo is now selling Popeye's Popeye's chicken sandwiches out of the trunk of his car. He announced this on Instagram for what that for one thousand dollars a piece. It's nigging season. (laughs) That's what that is. This is this is Randall's this is Randall's theory. Nigging season. Niggas gonna nig. Between the months of July and September, when the weather's warmest, it's prime <laughs> nigging season. And and Quavo is maximum nigging. A thousand dollars a piece. So I want black business Twitter to keep the same fucking energy. Y'all been talking that shit all week. <laughs> Support black business. Support black businesses. Get salmonella poison. <laughs> keep the safe. And you know what? Let me go ahead. Let me let me let me get let me get my shit off about these motherfuckers. Uh-oh. <clears throat> all down my fucking timeline. There might be some bombs coming. All down my fucking timeline. I've heard this bullshit about. Oh, well, if you're going to support Popeyes, you should support black businesses the way you support Popeyes. Or, oh, if you're going to vote, (laughs) I hope you keep the same energy in the voting booth. Shut the fuck up. Or, oh my God, you're going to the Popeyes line? You should be going to your parent-teacher conferences. Oh my fucking... (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with you? Bitch, I got kids. Patreon Twitter is on one right now. Shut the fuck up. Are you kidding me? First of all, you and these black businesses, everybody worried about your fucking Melanin Magic t-shirt. You ain't even selling chicken. What the fuck businesses of yours? Oh, oh, you should keep the same energy. You don't even sell chicken. These are not your rivals. Why are you worried about it? No, nobody who bought Popeye's Popeyes has never stopped anyone from buying your fucking SoundCloud downloads. I will say that on my timeline, I did have a, quite a few real restaurants going, if you like those, our sandwiches are way better. Duh. You use, like, <laughs> real meat and shit. Right. Like, nobody, if you don't have a drive-thru, right. you're not in this conversation. Right. Like, right. Stop. right. You're not in the same conversation. Right. right. There are really only three places in this conversation right now. <laughs> exactly. Someone tried to interject. And one of them is not Arby's, so please stop. Someone tried to interject <laughs> oh, McDonald's. Man. I was like, come on, y'all. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I loved it, though. We have to. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Hold up. No, 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 no. I loved it because they were like, you don't love the sandwich itself. No, no, no. Okay. They interjected it was hilarious. I, right. Okay, I I do want to I do want to say something on that is that I feel like we've forgotten our roots. My my generation in particular of, of when that during those during that broke age, McDonald's really paved the way for the art of the chicken sandwich of, of the value <laughs> menu. Let me tell you something: them hot and spices got a lot of niggas through. <laughs> Them hot and spices. As a matter of fact, they were trailblazers, dare I say, in the value menu. Because mm-hmm. I remember that was the first time. When I went to McDonald's, that was the first time I walked in and said, I would like I would like a hot and spicy. <laughs> I would like a value fry. And, you know, they took the cups that they usually give you for water. And I would like a value <laughs> drink. And God damn it, I have made myself a value combo. 324 with 3 tax. 324 with tax, God damn. There we go. 
So, so I just want. So again, I'm not trying to down anybody. I'm just saying, as we have these conversations about the about the landmarks and the trailblazers right now, don't forget where you came from. That's all I'm saying. You don't know where you're going until you know where you've been. So I will say, and this is a little personal. Go for it. McDonald's is the OG from my childhood because they used to bribe us because they used to be like, hey, if you can stay awake during the entire church service, mm. we'll take you to McDonald's afterwards, right? <laughs> and this ain't no cute. You go to church at 9 and you get out at 11. No, this is like you go to church at 6 in the morning you get out at 4 in the afternoon. <laughs> oh, so my hell. If you stay, yeah. if you stay awake the whole time, so we fight and sleep, we like, we can do it. Half one eye closed and shit. And on Sundays, McDonald's had hot and spicies and double cheeseburgers for 39 cents. So, if what? you stayed awake, I don't know how this, I don't know how it worked outside of the country. It is risky. But if you stayed awake, that's what you got. 39 cent hot yes. and spices. Ooh. Hit him with the air horns. <laughs> oh. That's, what, that's how I remember it. So when these people were like, oh, y'all, y'all, y'all fucks with Chick-fil-A and Popeyes? <laughs> You'll be back when you broke. I was like. Yep. I, yep. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I might be that next week. Um, my, yeah. de- my, my definitive ranking for fast food chicken sandwiches. Okay. Uh, I okay. Just, I just left it at three. Let's have it. What you got? What um, you got? Number one for me is Chick-fil-A. Okay. Um, okay. We've been in a committed relationship since 1988. That's a bet. Yeah. And um, I know there are those who might be guesting on this show who disagree. <laughs> That's um, fair. That's fair. But for people who feel like Jay-Z is the greatest rapper ever, uh, Chick-fil-A is kind of the same in that it checks off all the boxes. You know what I'm saying? Do Consistency, you, flow, originality. Um Branding? I'm not, I'm, not I'm, I'm avoiding eye contact. You should right now. No man, get your shit off. But get your I shit think off. they've been. I think they've always been consistent. First and foremost, but to me, consistency is is key. Um, agreed. Agreed. When you upgrade it to the to the deluxe spicy, yeah, yeah, Chick Fil A yeah. sandwich. That's my shit. Where they give you the hard case. Yeah. So your shit, it doesn't affect the integrity of the sandwich. Bet. Um, I think it takes it to a to a level where other fast food places cannot compete still avoiding eye contact I think they could figure out a way where they could ventilate it a little differently uh, so it doesn't you know it's that it's that it's that sandwich sweat a little yeah, it bit is, so it doesn't yeah, yeah it doesn't get soggy I agree I agree um, you know but Chick-fil-A I think is the the template that's for, your number one for fast food mm-hmm. in general just mm-hmm. because of that's your, that's your their list. level of service my and, heart is heavy and gotcha, they never gotcha. they never let me they never make me pull forward. Bet. Um, What's your number two? <laughs> all politics aside. All politics aside. I have aside. to say that all politics aside. You can't do that, though. What's your, also, what's your, I, I can do that. Chill, chill, chill. Because everything that I consume is problematic. <laughs> the waffle fries, you know, the the, 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 the Arnold Palmer, the lemonade. Yeah, the man. Together. Those are things that you can't find in, in, in non-Southern Baptist I also um, don't like sweet tea. I fucks heavy with Arnold Palmer. Who, who did you bring on this show today, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very finicky eater. I don't like a lot of things. Okay. What, what What's your number two? Number two. <laughs> sorry, I'm dragging this out. Number two, Wendy's spicy chicken. 
Boom. Um, oh, underrated. Underrated. If you slap cheese on it, it's a it's a it's a it's a top five fast food product, period. I think they have an underrated bun. The butter the, bun? Yeah, they're not have, we're not having enough conversations it's about their better. bun. Um, you know, Wendy's Wendy's is, is like is like quiet food, you know, quiet is kept. Wendy's is, is one of the they've always been one of the tops for me. But that spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's is is it for me. Like that's what was holding me down. You know when Chick Fil A was closed on Sundays, and I was craving. Um, I'll give you that. Number three is everybody else. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's who I fucks okay. with. That's who I roll with. Um, that Popeye shit, y'all. I'm just saying, I need to see the same energy a month from now. I want to see if y'all are that excited about this. Regardless of what y'all feel about it, I do have to say, Popeyes. This has been the greatest marketing come up I've ever seen. Oh, yes. Oh, for something that's going to give everyone Fucking time. colon cancer. <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I have to say of all time. And so um, all I can say is um, to um, niggas can't let niggas have any fun with anything, Twitter. <laughs> Man... Step your marketing game up. Just enjoy it, y'all. Step your marketing game up. There are there are niggas like there are niggas with who are not crying about the shit at all who sell food and 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 peach tea. Shout out to shout out to Bert. Out of their own fucking house. They make the shit in their house and they just sell it on the street. You don't see them whining? Shout out to yeah. slow smoked meats. Yeah. Also, man, uh, when y'all are done with this, go to Green Seed Vegan <laughs> and uh, holler at my boy Rodney. Um, you know, get your insides right. Right. A lot of y'all are rotten right now support, with all this, all this, this fried chicken sandwich. Support shit. that. You know, support gut health. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would just like to say that Chick-fil-A sandwiches are worse than Jack in the Box tacos. Damn it, I so was trying to get past that. It's fine. Wow. That, um, what? <laughs> Did Who you, hurt you? What, what did they do to you? What the fuck? That's an over-exaggeration, but... Um, I didn't vet her. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> did I, did, not. I didn't vet her at all. When we talk I about, slipped through the cracks, and it was fun. Can I make a um, quick interjection? Yes. When we talk about, you know, remember the, when you broke? Mm-hmm. Them jack-in-the-box tacos, though? No. When they, when they were two for 99? No, sir. When they were two for 99? And then they dropped never, the monster joint? I have never found those to be appealing at all. No, it's, they're, not, they're not good. Right. Like, they're not good. There are people Broke I know who will go food. there with enough money to get like a real meal and still be like, let me get like four of them tacos. I'm like, who are you? Broke food. It's just broke food. You're not supposed to deep fry a taco. <laughs> <laughs> Jack in the Box yeah. said, the fuck I ain't. <laughs> I have never seen a taco that has a slice of cheese on it. Like, <laughs> You ain't never seen two for ninety nine tacos <laughs> deep fried. You ain't been to at a, a burger real, joint. You ain't been to a real nigga house. That's what you ain't done. I've been to a restaurant. Been to a nigga house. Oh. A nigga put a oh. slice of cheese on anything. What's your mind? I've been at a restaurant. Greatest come up ever. Greatest come up ever. Me and my homeboy, one of my best friends, we were broke one day. Bet. I'm gonna tell y'all how broke we were. We had three dollars between us. We ordered. We had three dollars between us. We pull up at the drive-through at Taco Bell, and we were like, "Can we have six tacos?" <laughs> oh, and I'm talking about we literally counting change between the two of us. Everybody had done that, and we said six tacos. And when they gave us the bag, bag was kind of heavy. He was like, and he was driving. He was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "Give me the bag, drive off, nigga, hurry up." <laughs> <laughs> 
And um, they loaded y'all the fuck we up. We opened the bag up. There was eighteen tacos in there. Mm. Oh shit! And somebody else's receipt. We we're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we came up. I have to admit, that's a come up. I'll give it to you. Okay, yeah, I got you. I don't like Taco Bell's tacos, but go on. Eat. I mean, that's that's fair. I was gonna say that's, that's Texas. Fair. That's a fair. This is Texas. That's a fair opinion. It's still broke food, right? It's, used to be broke. Taco Bell is unnecessarily expensive now. No, is they have some cheap stuff. Oh, those dollar cheesy beef quesadilla things. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's that's not bad. I'm just mad at what they did to the Mexi melt. That's that's. <laughs> that shit used to be fifty. The Mexican cents. pizza ain't what it used to be. Nah. Anyway, um, about that. but yeah, off of that, uh, yeah, just but yeah, again, real quick, y'all, shut the fuck up and let people enjoy things, and uh, <laughs> step your marketing game up. Buy some marketing time off of uh, Facebook and shit. Do that. Do that before you start talking about somebody else. And eat uh, vegetables. And eat vegetables. <laughs> Uh, oh God! Don't get me started on the on the condescending ass vegans, the 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 sebi stands and uh, they mad. stick a carrot up your ass to 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 cure cancer. Twitter, damn. <laughs> the fuck, damn. The, this, <laughs> these doctor sebi ass. Does that work? It doesn't work, Shayla. <laughs> it doesn't work. Okay. Um, but yeah, they yeah the vegans have come back. Y'all don't really you, you, shut the fuck. Y'all don't really have Scott Pilgrim powers. Wow. I just want to put that out there. Y'all don't actually have superpowers for being vegan. It doesn't make you better than other people. Um, off of that, um, uh, Jadena, we were talking about his his. He dropped that album. Oh, that's where we went. Okay. Yeah, Jadena <laughs> was on J- Jadena was on the Breakfast Club, and uh, he he was talking about polyamory, and. Uh, he's he's definitely pro polyamory, um, and it made me wonder: is is polyamory like? Because the way people were responding to it, is polyamory like taboo in the black community? Like, and if it is, why? Like, we're at a point now, and we're and we are running a little long, and uh, but I th- I think we need to have this conversation, um. Why? Like. Okay, so I'm going to take a stab at this. Go for it. In my personal opinion, if the person I'm with and I decide we want to be in an open relationship where we just have fun with other people, that's okay with me. But you're not going to fucking love nobody else. You're not going to tell nobody else you love them. You're not going to have like a real meaningful relationship with anybody but me. I am your sun and your fucking moon. The beginning and the fucking end for you. Okay, so Willow Smith also on the topic of this. Uh, I think they were talking about this on Red Table, mm-hmm. um, the the Good Wives Club. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to that. Actually, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Do you? Hand me one of those towels. It's cold as shit in here. I know, right? <laughs> do you feel like there is a... Do you feel like a partner... Do you feel like there are things that... Not necessarily romantic or sexually. But do you feel like there are things that a partner... Should be able to have... Outside of the relationship that they can't... 
get from you just because of the just because people are different and I think that that depends on the relationship you're in. I think that if you're not getting what you need from the relationship, if it's okay for you to get it outside the relationship with your partner or partners, then that's okay. If not, you need to get a different relationship. Don't have someone thinking that you're one thing when you're not, if you're not happy with that situation. So so do you feel like a relationship, is a, a monogamous relationship between two people is like, do you feel like that's like a magic bullet? Like... Every everything that I that I need out of human interaction, I should be able to get from this relationship. God, no! I hate people like the most. <laughs> so, okay. like, I'm a very meticulous person. So, like, when I'm in my home, like as I am now, I'm single. Hey, uh, but anyway, <laughs> I'm single now, and I'm reminded whenever someone's like stays over or something like that like when a friend stays over okay i'm reminded why i don't have roommates why i live alone because i like things just so if i'm in a relationship where i live with someone i can't have it that way i have to compromise and things like that so i'm all like you should get the fuck out so i can have my space the way that i want go have fun with your friends go do that you know go do what you need to do to calm you down i'm gonna stay home and close all the cabinet doors make sure the microwave is uh, zeroed out you Got know you. things like that <laughs> you know oh, Wait a minute. you just don't know Triggered. There, like it's the little things it's the little things that i'm just like who t- who told you you could do this like and those things bother me so i'm gonna do that be at home like smoking a cigarette like yes this is good i don't smoke but still fair enough yeah yeah i think i i just i i just I feel, I feel it's just, it's just weird to me that we can make our minds flexible, that we can, we can open our minds to all, to just culture, not, not, not you necessarily, but that we can open our minds to all these different things, um, new ways, uh, I mean, there are, I mean, there are new, new ideas about gender, new ideas about politics, new ideas about everything. But somehow we stay so stagnant in these ideas of what a relationship should look like. And it's just weird to me. And I just, it's just weird to me. But see, the way you're saying it, it sounds like a negative thing. I don't think Not that, necessarily. I don't think that, because like, like I said, polyamory, I think like if we were just to have fun with other people, that's a different thing. It's the whole but fact that not... you're like in love with someone else. If I'm married to someone, I'm going to give those vows. Like, sure. this is what I want. And it doesn't just disappear because you decide that you want to be a, a polyamorous person. But what, if, but what if it's just, it's not just them? If it's not just them, it depends on the relationship you're in. Again, okay, fair enough. If, we, okay, if yeah, we've yeah. come to that conclusion, yeah, I'm me though. I'm not right. Coming you're, to that conclusion. You uh, sure? Okay. So you're thinking you're just you're thinking of the standpoint that you you could never feel like that. No. Okay. I can't. <laughs> right. Like I could have a, like I said, I could be in a relationship where we have fun, but like. I don't want you to be in love with anyone else. I don't want you to have children with anyone else. I don't right. want any of that. That's 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 there's our something thing. that needs to be sacred for you. Yes, that's okay. our thing. Fair. Okay. I like I said, I just I and, and I you know, I and hopefully hopefully people chime in on this as they listen cuz I really want to hear people's feedback about the, just the concept of polyamory and you know, cuz Willow Smith, she was saying that she feels like 
mono- traditional monogamy has made us insecure. Yeah, I can agree with that. And that there are people that are too insecure for polyamory. I, I think part of part of that issue is monogamy for a lot of people. And I, and I guess that's part of the definition of what it is. Means um, total commitment to one to one person. And the again, I, I don't I don't fully understand polyamory because I, I guess I've never really been in that mindset. But for me, it's hard for me it's hard for me to wrap around wrap my head around the idea of committing to multiple people the same way that I commit to one person and right. having and having to balance all that out. To me, it, it just feels like I should just be relatively non-committed and just enjoy myself. And I know it's not just about sex and enjoying right. it. But I guess that's a problem that I have with, with fully understanding it. What I will say, though, is um, a lot of men have benefited from polyamory yes. without their significant others even knowing it. I mean, that's cheating. That's, I mean, that's, that's cheating. That's, different. that's cheating. But Polyamory is a contract. I understand. I understand. But that's also, you know, like, I, I'm, you know, my, my father was not faithful to my mother their entire marriage. So my my views of, of fidelity and monogamy and polyamory are probably shaped by that, by understanding the delicate balance between trust. You know, just like you said, you can't, you, you want something for yourself. It's just kind of weird for me. I don't know. I, right. I, it's As a married person, it's tough enough to deal with the, with the compromises that, that you have to make. For just and, one person. Yeah, for just one person. And I know that, for example, when when my wife closes the, the door to the utility room, she never closes it all the way, and I automatically go right behind her and close it all the way. On the flip side, I'm that dude that's like, I'm going to open the microwave with one second left. Ooh. Just so I don't have to hear the buzzer and close it. I no, no. And she'll come behind me and she'll she'll zero it out. I can't imagine those little, for lack of a better term, micro frustrations being spread across the same level of commitment with with other people. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, everything y'all said is reasonable. Um, the only thing that's really kept me out of polyamory is uh my tax bracket um because you try to get a marla negra and um look if a marla negra comes around finally and wheezy comes around well wheezy's actually pretty flexible about these things because she said because she's she's recently been in a situation with a well, you'll find a way to make it work is what yeah, you're saying. yeah I'll, I'll figure it out but the, it, just in in regular comings and goings I, I can't be I, I I am hesitant to be in a relationship with one person because relationships are expensive. They don't have to be. They don't have to. Be. Uh, have to be. That's a debate for another time. Yeah. Um, what I will just say relationships cost money for me to me in just with just one person. Mm. I could not imagine bankrolling two people yeah i disagree with that i never pay for dates so i have no idea no i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) and now we know why so triggered (laughs) um 
But I, I would just say it, it's whatever works for you. Like I, I don't, I don't really care if people are monogamous or polyamorous or whatever. Right. Just, if yeah. it works for you, it works don't, for you. Don't fuck with me. But I, I, I don't try that. to bring me into your shit. The one thing that I, I caution people against all the time is trying to put all your eggs in one, one person's basket. basket. We're we're raised usually we're raised by a village, and a lot of people assume that when you get into a marriage or to some type of committed relationship that that one person or those two people or three people all of a sudden become your entire tribe my everything yeah nah it, it, it doesn't work like that so my wife my wife she probably gets a lot more support from her group of friends for most things than she does for me which is totally fine yeah i'm fine with it she she just wrapped up a girl's weekend okay you know with her friends you know end of end of thought girl summer <laughs> and, uh, perfectly fine with it. She was like, "I need to get away from you, and for from everything else for a weekend." I was like, "Exactly." Nothing, nothing, would, nothing would make me happier in a relationship than to hear someone go, "I need to get away from you." Peace and quiet makes me so happy. Uh, Peace and quiet. <laughs> I and need to get away from you. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> uh, bye. Bye. Like, bye. <laughs> like. Nothing makes me happier than the idea that I'm that I'm gonna be alone for a extended period of time. I can sleep diagonally. I am my oh, best friend. Oh, <laughs> I, oh man, the quiet, the quiet. I, man, y'all don't. This is all introvert talk. I'm sorry. This is all. This is all introvert fantasies. Um, I don't have to zero out the microwave. <laughs> You always. I don't have to, to give a fuck the about the microwave. So the next home, time, if you're home alone, zero out the microwave. The next time I go, I'll have to put my food in, then zero it out, and then start it over, and then uh, stop it again with five seconds left. On that note, <laughs> this is more married talk with D. Mine won't let you add more time unless you zero it out. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Uh, I always try to stop the one at work because does your microwave love itself? Like, why would it do that? It doesn't love anyone but me, apparently. Because <laughs> once our work microwave makes that makes the noise, it's hard to get it to stop making the noise yeah. even after you open the fucking thing. <laughs> uh, and everyone, and literally everyone hates it. She's in a committed relationship with the microwave. I understand. I am. Um, we're gonna take <laughs> a quick break. We've run. Damn it. We're gonna take a quick break. We've run a little long, but who gives a fuck? Uh, we're gonna be right back with the uh, with white people must be stopped. You're experiencing a pig as wild black sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. Pour up. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated, and uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say it. I'm drunk. I'm tipsy. Uh, we actually put a, a significant dent in this bottle. I'm. I was saying wow. we fucked this bottle up. Okay. Uh, it is time for white people must be stopped. We have a we have a a, a selection in the news sent to us from. I want to say her name right. Our Nursey Turner. Okay. Uh, this is from Slate.com. White man followed a black teen into a store and cut his throat because his rap music made him feel unsafe. Yo. Well, damn. I don't think the knife made him feel unsafe. Wow. 
It was it was in the early hours of the morning on Thursday when police say 27-year-old Michael Adams entered a Circle K convenience store in Peoria, Arizona. Uh, inside was 17-year-old Elijah Al-Amin, who his parents say, I'm, I'm already forming opinions, who his parents say had just gotten off a late shift at Subway, one of his two summer jobs. Adams, who had been released from prison two days earlier, I'm already forming fucking opinions, already uh, allegedly approached Alamine from behind while the black teenager, a rising senior in high school, stood at the soda machine. Adams then took a penknife out of his pocket, stabbed Alamine in the back, and slit his throat, according to a police affidavit. Uh, I want to get to the part about the fucking... Did he kill thing. him? Yes. Um, witnesses unsuccessfully tried to save him. Yes, it killed him. When Adams was apprehended by police shortly after, he said that Alamine had neither said nor done anything to threaten or provoke him. Adams explained that he had attacked Alamine because he heard he heard him playing rap music in the car in the Circle K parking lot before going to the store, which made him feel unsafe. Um, I am combing this article because I want to I want to know if he even knew what the fucking rap music was, which I know he probably didn't. But like, I feel like I, I feel like it was probably something innocuous. I feel like he was listening to Common. I feel like it was probably like. I feel like um, that's the least part of the story. But I feel like this is like um, Shawshank Redemption. Like, he's institutionalized. He's like, I need to go back to jail now, so I'm going to do whatever the fuck I need to do right now. That's how I feel. He was released from prison two days before this happened. Um, and somebody's baby died. Because, and he blamed yeah. it on the rap music. I feel like he was listening to some innocuous... I want to know what he was listening to. I want to know what... I don't even... It, it I don't doesn't, even... It doesn't, it doesn't even, matter. It, doesn't it matter. almost doesn't even. matter. It doesn't matter because the, the the kid was listening to music in his own personal space, and and, and I he just the, wanted to hurt somebody. The part that infuriates me is this bullshit that we let certain people get away with. Well, I mean, obviously he's not going to get away with what he did, but the, the 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 fact that you even acknowledge a motherfucker saying stupid shit like. The rap music I felt is the I felt threatened by his music. The fuck are y'all so scared of all the goddamn time? That's the shit that, that if you didn't do anything to provoke a response from us, don't be scared. Like that's that's I, your I own that's your own guilt. If I didn't say anything to you, if I didn't gesture to you, if I didn't even look at your ass. And from what I he walked up he walked up behind this kid's back like a coward, like a bitch. The so irony of it the irony is he's afraid of the kid that he stabbed in the back. Doing exactly what he did. Yeah. He's afraid of somebody that he you stab somebody in the back because you were afraid of him. If they had their back to you, clearly they weren't worried about you. I, I, I'm sorry. He's uh, Brooks I, having worked at the grocery store for two days and was like, fuck it, I'm out. And instead of just hanging himself, he's like, I'm going back in. That, 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 that's that's I mean, wild that's, shit to me, it, man. The shit that infuriates me, man, is that is that people are even allowed to use the excuse that they feel unsafe just by my presence. as a As a black man of size... Agreed. Same. You know, Same. I'm, I'm used to people commenting on our spatial relationship, and 
you know, even 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 small innocent things like, well, I mean, you know, it's 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 nice that you're a cool guy because you know, you know, people's first impression of you might be different. Like, what the fuck is your first, your impression of me going to be just by seeing me spatially? You know what I'm saying? That that that's the kind of shit that infuriates me. Is like, he was even allowed to utter that dumb shit, and then, I don't know, man. I they, I mean, I personally. I've dealt with my stuff, but I haven't dealt with nearly as much stuff as, like, my twin brother, who's several shades darker than me, has, like, long dreads, plays rap music, has, like, the lights under his car and all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff like yeah. that. He's a gentle giant. My brother is just, like, the nicest person you will ever fucking meet. He's been stopped by police several times. Why are you in this neighborhood? He's like, I'm just going home, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, several times they've lied to his faith on why they stopped him like one time he got hit by a police car and he ended up winning a lawsuit against the city of jackson mississippi because they hit him and he had to be rushed to the hospital because the cop like ran a light and hit the cop was white and he was like freaking out um some other cop came back who was black and he was like why didn't you stop my uh, my um partner was like blaring his like his uh, sirens were blaring. You saw his sirens. You saw it. You heard it. He was like, I never heard anything. He's like, yes, you did. Your music was playing too loud. My brother was like, my radio was like broken. Like, I didn't hear anything. He's like, I'm laying on a stretcher. Fuck you. I'm going, like, I'm going to the hospital. Like, things like, I'm like, when is enough enough? That's, that's the key. That's the key right there. All I got to say is, if y'all keep saying that y'all are scared, eventually at some point, you're going to find something to be afraid of. And that is, is is really not going to to suit you very well if and when that happens. But then our boys are taught to say, "No, I'm not threatening. I, don't be afraid of me." Mm-hmm. And it's right. like you're still scared. And you're yeah. still scared, right? Um, and, and and that's a lot of the key is that it's never. That's why I'm always speaking out so hard against respectability politics because there is no level of. Um, niceness, there's no level of pulling your pants up, there's no level of dressing a certain way or speaking mm-hmm. a certain way or matriculating a certain way mm-hmm. that's going to make that's going to assault uh, 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 that's going to um, appease white people's fear of you Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dr. Henry Louis Gates is one of the most respectable motherfuckers on the face of the planet. I say this all the time. He is one of the most respectable motherfuckers on the face of the earth. And he got arrested or he was detained by police for trying to get into his own his home. own house. Yes. So if Henry Louis Gates, the most respectable, nerdy motherfucker on the face of the planet, can get fucked up by the police, you can too. You are not safe. Not safe. And guess what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go a little further. Poor, lower class white people, y'all ain't safe either. Nope. <laughs> They're not. You ain't safe either. The police don't give a fuck about you either. They don't give a fuck about protecting and serving people. They give a fuck about protecting and serving people's shit. But they're taught to think that they're just better than. Right. You know, I've I've always I was I was taught and I've always practiced when I have interactions with the police that they're a person just like <clears throat> me and I'm going to address you accordingly. I'm not going to defer to you. I'm not going to cower to you. I'm just going to talk to you like your name is William Smith and you pay bills. You're doing your job, I'm going to keep it moving. I'm not going to give you a reason, you don't give me a reason. 
Shit, when we when we left we got, here last week, last week we got pulled over. We got pulled over because my and had, we had two very. Di- Randall was mad calm. I was calm, but I had my hands extremely visible. Yeah, yeah. My hands were extreme. That was yeah. my first reaction. My hands were extremely visible, and the dude was and the dude, the dude was mad. It was cool. okay, and, I, and he was all right. He didn't have a reason. Like it was just well, he left us off with a warning. Works, that only works sometimes. Yeah, it, right. But right. The thing is. It, 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 you're absolutely correct because I've had, I've had mostly mostly decent experiences with cops, but the thing that I, I, I the thing that I will never do is I will never I don't do that whole yes sir no sir you know that that whole making myself feel smaller so that they're not intimidated by me when he because he pulled me over because my uh, the tag I hadn't out. renewed my tag yet I got it done a couple days later and remember he came and he said do you know why I pulled you over I do not I sure don't. He's like, pulled you over because your tag is right. Oh, okay. He's like, I'm going to run, uh, I'm going to go uh, take a look at your license real quick. So it's like, okay. <laughs> and we, we started talking about bullshit. He came back. He was like, all right, let y'all with the morning, blah, blah, blah. All right. Y'all have a good night. See, my personal experience, I've never really had a really bad experience. But like I said, when I think on all the experiences my brother has had. Right. Who has done nothing wrong, like just simply driving home is ridiculous and just thinking yeah. that if he got that one cop on a power trip you know absolutely which for me was a black cop one time surprise so, oh, yeah. oh it, it often is and that shit almost got my wife tased because my wife doesn't have the same she doesn't have the same demeanor that I do she's from the north side so she's she's ready to get out <laughs> she's ready to get up to get up in there okay um, I feel you you know they, they tried to detain me and I, I was I was for the most part I was calm about it Mainly because I was confused about what the fuck was happening because he pulled me over for speeding. And, uh, I mean, long story short, um, that's it's a situation where you're, you're always reminded that people will people will have a, an opinion that they form of you from not knowing a single thing about you other than what you look like. And unfortunately, as black men, we have to bear that burden. Um, Every it's, day. It's, it's bullshit. Every day. I will say that, like, the only bad experience I've had with a cop has been a black cop, and they said I was speeding when I was not, but right. it was clearly a Louisiana speed trap because they knew yeah. I was. They saw my Texas plates, mm-hmm. and right. they knew I was not going to come to their podunk ass town to come fight this shit. Yeah. So they knew they're like, "Yeah, we got money." I'm like, "Okay, fine." But um, that's it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So obviously, the the moral of the story, as it usually is in this segment, is that white people must be fucking stopped. <laughs> Send your racist stories, your real life racist stories, your your um, anything you think we've missed in the news. Um, uh, I'll I, I'll probably end up doing two stories because I only did one this week. Um, along with your listener letters, your and now I'm getting music requests. Um, any of that to opinionswhileblack at gmail dot com. Or anywhere you find us on social media, on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Opinions Black, uh, Opinions While Black on Instagram, and of course Opinions While Black podcast on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be back. We'll be right back to finish it off strong with the top three SCFUs. You are experiencing Opinions While Black, Houston's most savage podcast. Pour up. <laughs> And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated. 
And I I am pretty I'm very liquored up. <laughs> I'm sober now after that last thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of sobering, isn't it? I'm not. <laughs> and I have to drive. <laughs> Would you like some more? <laughs> That is the wrong answer to that, sir. <laughs> um, it is time for uh, the top three STFUs. Who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? Okay, shut up. Number number three, Miss Malaya Michelle. Uh, Malaya Michelle. She's from that video. She's from that video eviction age. She wasn't as well known as like Melissa Ford, I guess. Or we, we were both trying to figure out who the yeah. fuck she was. Uh, I, I usually know them not by face but by ass, and I, I did not recognize. I didn't recognize those. her ass or face. Yes, I, I, I'll take your word for it though. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, she's, you know, I guess she didn't. I guess she wasn't as well known in the uh, um, as a as a standout in the video vixen era because. Not every not every video model who fucked their way through the industry got anything for it, including a book deal. Except STIs. <laughs> damn it! God damn it! Hmm? Um, Malaya Michelle. So since she has gone vegan, this is another one of these cases where somebody goes vegan and they start saying spicy shit. Look, y'all. They stop eating spicy foods. They gotta say spicy shit. <laughs> Y'all better stop eating meat out here, man. <laughs> stop, stop eating meat. Start eating meat yeah. in 2020. Start eating meat, man. Here it is. And of course, of course. Uh, shout out to Bevin. Bevin had to had to jump on his shit. And was like, you need to shut the fuck up. What up, Bevin? What up, Bev? Um, and and again, if this was with no context. That's what that's what fucked everybody up. She just she just tweets, quote, but I'm supposed to feel sorry for trannies and be sympathetic? Definitely not. What is this in in regards to? Nothing. If oh, you, that just came from go, nowhere? If you go on her Twitter, <laughs> there's nothing to preface that. It, it came from something that happened to her with one nobody <laughs> earlier that day. It like there was nothing to They're preface like, oh, it, and there was nothing to follow it up. And she's like, "Trini suck." And all the little LGBT groups jumped straight on her ass. Good. She could fit them all too. Have you seen her ass? Eh, you know. Yeah, but they got straight on her shit. Maybe next she should just form an athleisure line. This is uh, god damn. <laughs> god damn. It's working for Tommy Lauren. Oh, so. see, that's a that's a. No, no, no. Talk to her. Don't get one. She don't get one. <laughs> we, we we definitely agreed. We just need to stop talking to her. Hey, sidebar. Uh, yeah. Speaking of white women. Yeah. Um, <laughs> was she in that trailer for uh, Bombshell? No. Featuring uh, Charlize Theron? No. Oh, well, wait. I'm um, interested now. Margot Robbie and um, Nicole Kidman? As two in two all, out of three are okay. All I, the white I women what, I like? What's happening? You don't you don't you don't rock with Charlize like that. You you like Nicole Kidman after seeing her in Aquaman. I like Nicole Kidman after seeing her in Big Little Lies. Did you, did you see that face in Aquaman? No, I have not watched did, Aquaman. Did, did the swelling go down? I didn't watch Aquaman. Okay. <laughs> DC doesn't get my money anymore. Charlize <laughs> uh, Charlize Theron and Margot Robbie. I'm a fan of two out of three. My my, ina- my 
enamel ceramic princess. It's it's a movie about the uh, about the the. This is this is how wild it is. Charlize Theron looks good as shit. Of course she does. Playing Megan Kelly in a in a movie. What? What's happening? A, I know. I know. Bring it back. It's a movie about the uh, the Fox News sexual harassment scandal. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Again. Okay. That makes sense. So yes, I was like, damn, Charlize. Looking good. You know, my African American princess. Looking snackish. Looking. And they like playing Megan <laughs> Kelly. He said throne. Okay, throne. Okay. Like, oh shit, she. <laughs> she looking snackish. Yeah, she. Yeah. Uh, Malia, all that to say. I'm sorry. Malia Michelle, shut the fuck up. You see how black men do it? You talk about a black woman, they they introduce white women into the into the picture. I'm you know always I'm, I'm always I was okay so, at, with two out of three of these white women. So we're gonna we're, we're gonna we're gonna oh disregard boy. Nicole Kidman for the sake of this discussion. And we're gonna keep it on Malia Michelle. That's that right? Yeah. Okay. Malia Michelle and, and the, see these instances bother me because so much of her fan base and so much of like that video model Instagram model fan base happens to be LGBT people and they like these people stand up for you as a black woman. These people make up they make up a lot of the people that come that are the first to come to your fucking defense. Did you check her numbers? Did her probably like, did. Drop? They probably did. They I mean they really got on her about this shit. I'm sorry, but the LGBTQ are really good at dropping a bitch. And oh, this cancer cult. Oh yeah, we're gonna cancel this yeah, bitch next. And, and it's like I don't understand why I don't understand the animosity that they get back. That's why that's why I'm all for intersectionality. Because people don't fucking deserve that kind of shit. Correct. Um so Malaya Michelle keep shooting for model and keep landing at stripper and shut the fuck up. I mean really. She's she is she is a shining example of those Instagram models and those Instagram personalities that keep aiming at the stars from model and just keep landing at stripper if your contact information only has a, a google number and an OnlyFans page shut the fuck up see the swelling in the Cole Kidman's face has gone down some yeah <laughs> that's, that's, I a, love that's, the that's time a big you that's took a, for that that's a, <laughs> I love it that's a big so little lies face so much um number two Ladies and gentlemen, again, a returning champion, Mr. Ebro Darden. So, in response, so remember we were talking about the whole top 50 rapper thing and how Ebro really doesn't need to have a, a list. So, a lot of people, there was a lot of feedback, a lot of, uh, um, about how Ebro did not have DMX on his shit. What? And in response, Ebro went on his show and said, I cannot have someone on my list who barked through their entire career. Y'all, y'all, okay. this right here, this moment, this is why this is why we have to be very careful of our gatekeepers in our culture. First of all, first of all, yes, that was part of that was part of DMX's thing. You can't kick out someone but, who has a current challenge. Right, DMX, DMX for better or for always shaped the culture, and it wasn't just about his barking. DMX was a good fucking rapper. 
DMX was a dope fucking rapper. Dark and Hell is Hot is a classic. He had an all... Oh, see, I'm, I'm far away from the mic. He had an all-time run, y'all. He had three multi-platinum albums in yes. two years. He was yes. res- he was responsible for Def Jam's resurgence. Him and Jay-Z were responsible for the resurgence of Def Jam. Yes, I left Ja Rule out. I left him out for a reason. <laughs> um, DMX was a trailblazer. There, like the lyricism he shows, I'm not gonna get on a whole rant. We're we're, we're approaching two hours. Like you should even I'm have not, to justify this. Shit. I'm not. What Ebro the is fuck? trash. Ebro, this where the culture lives bullshit. Stop it. Stop it. The culture need not live anywhere near your fucking block. Are you fucking kidding me? You. It's already disrespectful that you had a list of of the best rappers in the game and you didn't have Brad Scarface Jordan on that shit. Disrespectful are you, piece of shit? Are you kidding me? Shout out to Brad Jordan running for city council. Um, the list that had Joe Button as number three was better. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? This, and and again, let me let me repeat. This is why we have to keep a close eye on our gatekeepers, on the people that that hold the keys and hold the microphone, especially when they are not one of us. Especially when they are not of our culture, I don't give a fuck how much how much Beastie Boys you listen to, dickhead. We need to keep a close eye on these people, and we need to keep a close eye on the things they're saying because they they have the microphone, so they have so they potentially have influence. So yes, Ebro needs to shut the fuck up. Okay, shut up. And the number one person in the in the country, maybe in the fucking universe, who needs to shut the fuck up. Uh, Derek Jackson. <laughs> Derek Jackson. I honestly, I don't even need a reason at this point. I'm gonna get you a Derek Jackson shirt for real. Like what? Whatever shirt that you can only halfway see in his car. I'm gonna get you one, man. Derek Jackson is the fucking worst, and he's the fucking worst this week because he dropped this stupid ass shirt that I don't. I, I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna dignify him by direct quoting it, but it was like that. Um, uh, ladies, that man. That man doesn't really miss you. He's just bored and horny. There's so much wrong with that. One, bored and horny is not exclusive to the male race in any shape or form. It's not at all. Number two, I don't know what you meant. I've been told by several people that maybe, oh, maybe he just meant the fuck niggas. That's not what he put on that shirt. He targeted a very broad, yet specific group of people, men, which he always fucking does. Men that are not him. Like That's, that's, that's much his, his whole brand. That's his men that target. aren't him. Oh, but not me, y'all. He targeted a very specific group of people, men that aren't Derek Jackson, and said these are and said as he always does, these are the people that you should stay these are the people that you should be leery of and that you should worry about and that you should stay away from. Here's my problem with that. In this case, in this case, I goddamn, I can't just miss somebody anymore. I can't miss somebody anymore. What the fuck? Here's my here's my problem with that. When you say things like that, and I think he understands this, but he can't be fully honest about it because he would lose his base. Um, when you say things like that, 
you're taking away my capacity to feel and it's already a stigma with black men that we can't express ourselves and that we can't show our emotions this is why because you encourage women to clown us for it that's my problem that's my problem is that he benefits off of stereotypes that potentially keep black men down and 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 make and make black men not want to express themselves emotionally that's my problem it's just hard for me to accept anyone whose entire platform takes place inside of a car. Connect your beard and suck my dick. Wow. Ladies, never trust, ladies, never trust a nigga that potentially doesn't have legs in his truck <laughs> and doesn't connect his beard unless he's the Black Panther, apparently. Um... Well, no, no, he connected his beard in uh, Infinity War, so I can't say that. Um, <laughs> that might have been digital. That might have been digital. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> Shout out to Chadwick. Shout out to Chadwick. I don't want no problem. Might have been digital. They're not DC. It's not like Superman's mustache. Superman's fucking mouth. <laughs> you know, I, I found out that uh, Eric Killmonger's scars in Black Panther were actually digitally. Were they? Uh, were. Yeah. Okay. That, like, that sounds like a lot of extra. That means work his for chest no and abs were probably digital too. Y'all no, tripping. They weren't. They, they weren't. weren't. They weren't. They weren't. She saw Creed. All I'm saying is yeah, so Derek like. Jackson. If that <laughs> Derek Jackson with your Draymond Green looking ass. If that's your real name. Drink your creatine shakes. <laughs> and shut the fuck up. Okay, shut up. Go fuck yourself. Really. Okay, shut up. Honestly. I, I I mean this. I say a lot of shit on the show. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. If I see you in the street, I'm going to slap the shit out you. You got to slap him through the car window, though. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get him at the red light. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Could you roll your window down, please? Just, I just, one question for you, sir. What's up, young blood? Pop. <laughs> <laughs> Because he, he, he ain't going to leave the car. We know he ain't going to leave the car to chase me. <laughs> I'd chase you if I had legs. <laughs> See, that's a nigga that don't do leg day. <laughs> he does everything for the camera, so we know he don't do leg day. Uh, just, leg day ain't sexy. Leg day hurts. <laughs> I'm telling you from experience. Leg day hurts. He just does curls on the window side. <laughs> <or. laughs> he uneven like that nigga from the, on, on uh, Lady in the Water. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was, I was gonna say like old dude from Three Six Mafia. Oh, I was thinking from Scary Movie. Take my strong hand. Oh, <laughs> Chris Elliott drops the bomb. Chris oh, Elliott, oh man, he's funny. D. Randall, did we do a podcast? Ah, shit. Yeah, we did a lot of podcasts. We did the <laughs> fuck out of a podcast. Shayla, did we do a podcast? I'm sleepy, so I'm gonna sleep. <laughs> yeah. Like an hour past your bedtime. Um, yes. Uh I would like to I would like to thank Shayla from Why Was This Ever Cool Podcast. You uh, give, give them your uh, give them your information. Okay, you guys can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher, or wherever it is you guys are listening to podcasts. We're probably everywhere. <laughs> uh, but we are Why Is This Ever Cool. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, and nice. that that goes double for us. Um, find us wherever uh, you are streaming these shits. Usually iTunes, Google, Spotify. Yeah, all that. Yeah, SoundCloud, all that. Um, 
Team Oz, thank you so much for the love and for the support. Every week, I feel like we're gaining we're we're gaining a fan base that's really interactive, that really understands us. Man, Gabrielle Michelle, this all started. Gabrielle Michelle, one of my favorite listeners, actually tagged me in some shit about Derek Jackson, <laughs> and the Derek Hive showed up talking that shit. Um. I don't understand how you can be so. If Derek Jackson look and whoever I don't KJ T, J, J, JK whatever her name is, if Derek Jackson loves you so much, why does he let you wear that dry ass wig you had on your profile picture? I want to know. Wow. Uh, other than her, uh, thank you and, and Sheila, whatever the fuck your name is. Um, other than the, those two from the Hive. Uh, they can eat a black-owned dick. Uh, other than that, thank you, Gabrielle Michelle, for the love and for tagging me in something you knew I would enjoy. I did enjoy it. I enjoyed. I enjoyed uh, giving them the route. Um, other than that, man, this has been episode fifty-five of Opinions Wild Black. I have been Oz. I am still D. Randall, and I'm Shayla. And as always, forever imparting titties. I have two of those. Wait, is is that news? Like, do you have to like? Do some people? Well, maybe some people do have one. I was just sharing. Well, you well the way you say you like I have two. Like, did you? Let's make sure they knew. Okay, all right, that's fair. All right, (laughs) fair fair enough. I'm out of it. It's cool. We're out. We're done. Bye.